The background noises of the calamity had been comforting to Friday. The hum of the engine running through the entire ship, the melodic beeps and whistles that constantly sounded from engineering, the steady vibration of the ship as it flew through space. It was home. The Void Jammer, however, lacked those familiar tones, brand new as it was. He never imagined the absence of those sounds would keep him awake. He was in the captain's quarters, lying in a bed fit for Aline Rosora herself, and he couldn't get a lick of sleep. Sleeping pills didn't help. Instead, they kept him in a constant state of tiredness, but still wide awake. Finally giving up, throwing his pillow across the room in frustration, Friday slowly crawls out of bed and heads out of his room. He wanders around the ship, everything shrouded in darkness as the rest of the crew were still resting. He walks through the galley. He sees the three goblins he recently brought on board passed out in a little puppy pile under the table. The table itself is strewn with random parts and gears collected during their tinkering on some project or other. He grabs a nearby blanket and puts it on them before heading over to pick a few taiga berries off the plant in the hydroponics cabinet. Meandering down the hall, hearing the familiar sounds of Jambot fixing something or another, always welding, Friday finally arrives at the holographic amusement chamber, the HAC. He punches a few numbers in to pull up his program and walks into the barn that he grew up with. A representation of big family celebrations, hard work, and a bastion of fun for him and his siblings. Computer, bring up scenario 112880. Time of day, 3442. Access primary ship's computer to do gravitational and dimensional effects for that day. Friday watches as the computer processes calculations a simple HAC room in Absalom Station would not be able to replicate. This ship was terrible for sleep, but he'd discovered it had a fabulous VI assistant. With the ship advanced as the Void Jammer, he might have what he needs. Scenario complete. Calculations projected and integrated into holographic simulation. Good. Begin the simulation. Friday's face looked stiff as he observed the scene that materialized in the barn. Friday, help! I can't hold on for much longer, Friday! Silence reigns again, just like this ship was designed to be. Computer, give me the analysis of the scenario. An overlay of holographic data appears between Friday and the frozen scene before him. Friday's eyes glance over the information before they stutter and pause on one line. His eyes widen. Computer, extrapolate the results from line 375. Can you use that information to alter the scenario? Changes made. Rerun the scenario. Friday! The changes just made it worse. Friday bows his head in frustration. Computer, hmm. Revert the scenario to the previous data and run it again. Friday will never stop trying, no matter how long it takes. You're chasing the Wintermorn through a a star field that is full of these flying protozoa space creatures that sort of vent plasma in a really beautiful way from far away. But you are currently dodging and weaving around this herd of protozoa on your way to get to Vesk 2, <laughs> trying to beat the Wintermorn there. You have currently pulled ahead. Only to find that you had a small group of these tentacled space monsters flying towards the Void Jammer and beginning to wrap their tentacles around your ship. Which means, just from a, a pure mechanic standpoint, having a couple hangers on increases some drag no. on the vessel. So, Angel, your next piloting check is going to be at a minus two. Not if I have any. Oh, I know. 
<laughs> you can also see that the protozoa have also latched on to the winter morn behind you. So you can, you know, you can guess that it was whatever troubles you're having. At least they're also having a similar experience. I'd also just like you all to just make me a perception check. Apropos of nothing? Dun, dun, dun. Apropos of nothing. Okay. All right. Don't worry about it. I just want to yeah, know um, how focused you are. 21. Not very. <laughs> I rolled a 10. <laughs> oh, no. Saren has a lot on your mind. <laughs> Am I able to use my broad uh, scanning spectrum kit? You just always have it on You're, no. with you. It's a, it's, a, it's a passive. It's just a passive perception. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're just always waving it through the air, watching the data that's coming in, you don't get to use that. <laughs> Middle of sure, space yes, battle. Yeah. He's like, make me an argument for why that would be a thing that you would do <laughs> while while racing too. Just while <laughs> racing. <laughs> well, in a in a starship combat scenario, I use all the tools at my disposal. Nope, rejected. <laughs> <laughs> then that would just be a 16. Okay. So we have a 21, right, Jess? Yeah. A 21, a 16. What was that? What was yours, Heidi? 10. So I believe that we were at the top of this round. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to begin with the engineering phase of this next round of a very, very strange, non-standard Starship combat. <laughs> Love a starship combat. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so fun. My thinking is just to divert power to uh, to the to the engines to increase our speed. Oh, nice. I mean, all, the best thing for us to do is got to go fast, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, this is how you win races: is you go fast. You go fast. Uh, <laughs> So I will be making an engineering check to go fast. I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. <laughs> Give it all she's got, Captain. So that would make it, yeah, that's a success. I think I need mm-hmm. need to hit a... 15 if we're rounding up. 15? Yeah, 15 mm-hmm. if we're rounding up, 14 if we're rounding down. Yep, um, you, you got it for sure. As the protozoa latch onto the ship, Saren does some quick calculations to adjust for the additional drag, the additional mass on the ship's hull, and pushes that information to Miss Fanny so that Miss Fanny can use it to actually maneuver the ship at the same speed that she would have been able to ordinarily. Um, we will move on to the helm phase, uh, unless Captain Friday would like to act during the engineering phase, but... Captain Friday okay. is going to act during the, uh, <clears throat> the helm phase. So Okay, so uh, go ahead, Friday. Let me know what you want to do. So the action is called demand, but I would never <laughs> demand anything of Miss Fanny. So uh, uh, Friday is encouraging. <laughs> I am going to change. Oh, oh encourage is an option. Okay. Yeah, encourage oh, is an cool. option. Ah, yes. I am going to encourage you to give you a plus two bonus to your piloting check. Not that you. Oh, need but it, it negates but, the penalty. Uh, you got this, Fanny. Tie them up. <laughs> <laughs> and Friday rolled a thirteen for a twenty-four uh, on Jeez, on that. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that passes that check. So you have a plus two to your your piloting. That's gonna help. Okay. Okay, so Captain Friday uh, offered some words of encouragement to his ace pilot. And Rolora, what are you going to do with that? You're feeling bolstered. You're feeling like you've got this. Okay, so they've got the space space creature like right in front of them. Its tentacles are on the ship. On the way. Uh, there's like one tentacle kind of like up on the windshield. You can see its little protozoa suckers just trying to get in. She knows that it's not the quickest option because it's going to sacrifice some speed. But in her mind, it's the best course of action to do the least amount of damage to the creature. So what I'm picturing, the maneuver is called a barrel roll. And I love that in the book, it's like a little spinny. A little Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at the actual core rule. They actually do like with the icon. And it basically lets the... the, the ship has to move at half speed, but it moves along its central axis. But what I'm picturing is 
as a, you know, a tentacled creature herself, um, I'm picturing kind of the cartoon going in the opposite direction or the Superman, you know, spinning the cyclone in the opposite direction to kind of untangle. So the barrel rolls kind of to almost like disengage and move forward at the same time to to basically like, oh, God, I don't want to I don't want to damage the creature, um, even if it is going to cost a speed. So we won't be able to move a full 14 with a successful maneuver. It would only be seven hexes. Okay. You're so thoughtful. Melora is so <laughs> she, She's done enough damage in her time. <laughs> and just recently, too. So. Fair enough. Okay, so that is a piloting. Okay, that's 15 on the dice for a total of 27. Now that the negative two has been negated by the encouragement. All right, Captain. I've got this. And she does a little, little, little turn, kind of little spin to try to just kind of looking at all the sensors just to make sure they're, you know, they're adjusting the role based off of kind of like where the tentacles are, where the scanners, you know, picking them up, but continue to move forward kind of like at a little corkscrew. But that's, that's the attempt. We're going to lose some speed, but hopefully the other people will get fully entangled. So fingers crossed, but it's just, uh, We'll see. Let's see how uh, let's see how good old Jinx Jinx does with his pilot check. Watch him just like barrel through the creatures. Oh, they're monsters! Jinx rolled a four on the die oh my. for his piloting check. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you know, boy Jammer goes second. He did somewhat better with his maneuver check. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm I would like to give them disadvantage with my. Ooh. Come on, one Ooh. one 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 Jasper. one one. <laughs> Listen, if you if you give them to me, yes. I'm gonna use them. The first one was a natural 20, Jess. Oh, I hope yeah. you're happy. Oh. I'm extremely oh, happy. Noise. We can never let Abby have her natural 20. I mean, it occurred. No. I mean, if we don't let Abby have her natural 20s, then like, how are we gonna have fun? Heidi, that's such a great point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How is the game supposed to be fun if I don't get natural <laughs> I'm having a great time. I'm having a great yeah. time, personally. You jerks so. would. Oh, boy. Okay. Um. Let's see. He didn't roll terribly for the second one. Let me pull up my notes on his specs. I like how in the reign of winter uh, pod we, where we use up hero points to, to get Pippa advantage, but here we use them to give Abby disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, what goes around. I guess I guess I should be grateful that at least some of the time you're on my side. <laughs> Two thirds of the time we're on your side. <laughs> okay, um, the second one, he does uh, make it. So as Rolora is making her calculations for how she's going to do the role in the, in the sort of the least damaging way possible to the creatures, you see the Wintermorn behind you, which also has a couple of hangers on. Uh, its engines light up very <gasps> bright, and then it just shoots. Damn. It just kind of almost shoots sideways from where you are uh, at top speed, blowing past you. And it's got one little protozoa that's still hanging on a little bit as it blows past the uh, void jammer. And then it slips and falls back into the void. Uh, It is just... Rolora, since you're executing a more careful maneuver as you follow it you do your sort of careful barrel roll that you've calculated will do the least amount of damage to the creatures and you successfully dislodge all of them they just kind of get the they get the picture that they're not welcome clinging to this ship and you sort of twist off and move forward but you are not quite able to close the gap with the wintermorn so uh, we move on to the gunnery phase. You are still just dodging, dipping, and weaving around all of these protozoa. And Ballad, what you want to do? 
Relora sends you the, the the vid of you know her her um you know the the camera of her evading and then they just like callously ripping through and she'll put like hashtag I'm pissed they suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, I can use the turret. Yeah, you can again. always go Why for disable target life support. No shit. <laughs> Damn, that got dark quick. Damn, what have they ever done to you? Oh, I'm, I'm targeting wherever. Listen, oh, they're, listen, I, Valid don't care. Let me be clear. Valid is aiming wherever. She was originally aiming at the back. Amazing. Nah. Gloves are off. Incredible. Okay, well, go ahead and, go ahead and make me that gunnery check. Oh boy. Okay, 17. Uh, that'll hit. It sure will. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> A 12-er. Everybody dead? <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm not dead. I'm getting better. Look, look I can um, do a dance. <laughs> it says it does 6D... Yep. Six, oh, okay, I thought you said 64. Like 64 oh, points like, of damage. Damn. And I was no. like, okay, well, you damage, rip through no. their, everyone's dead and you rip through their ship. Like, good job, I guess. Like, how is that? How does it have such a powerful gun being sucked out into the void of space? Like, well, you won. You won. Well, I did chase, some upgrades while you were working. God really is an assassin. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Yeah, you all thought I was playing. <laughs> Everybody looks at Ballad suddenly She's like a um, monster. <laughs> we kill, do we disable their ship, kill everyone, and take their their loot and or take their uh, stuff? No, so we can if sell you even do, more. if you're doing 64 damage in Ballad one hit, you exploded their ship, and there's nothing left to claim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can just imagine Balan's reaction to 64 damage and not expecting to do 64 damage. And like, like, oop. Uh, uh, I found their weak spot. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whip. Oh. Okay, so 6d4 six, six damage. 12. That's way not better. 64. <laughs> <laughs> that is um that's that's much more like reasonable <laughs> that's yeah that's something approaching yeah, really. like manageable i guess <laughs> oh boy this is so funny oh God. um you definitely damage the hull you see that there's a nice deep groove in the winter morn's hull where you fired uh, but you you don't get the impression that you hit anything vital. But uh, it is it is still it is still a hit. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> You've been flying through uh, sort of the the outer section of this swarm. Uh, sort of there were sort of some looser formations out, but you're beginning to head into the middle of the swarm, which is much more densely packed with critters. And none of them are taking a particular interest in you, but you do notice that as you maneuver into it, the protozoa, I keep saying protozoa, pyrozoa. Wow. The pyrozoa uh, <laughs> seem to be creating a field of electromagnetic energy that is interfering with your ship's power core. Saren, in particular, you notice that things are just starting to go haywire systems aren't systems aren't working the way they're supposed to be it's just it's much more of a challenge to manage and a challenge to figure out how to keep the power stable enough to actually be an effective engineer in this moment so you'll you will be taking a negative two penalty to your next check because this happened as you entered sort of the thicker part of the swarm you you can assume that if you get past this thicker part of the swarm, you will no longer have this problem. Okay. I'm, I'm imagining what's happening is that there's like sparks coming off of different different mechanical bits. And Saren's trying very hard to not just get shocked and absorb the electricity. And is is bouncing back and forth, you know, from panel to panel, has your wrench out and is going to, to just continue diverting power to the engines. I'm, I'm going to give you as much energy as you can. Just take the ship as fast as you can out of this field. I rolled a 17 for a 26 total. 
Uh, yeah. Saren, you are an extremely competent engineer. You're a real Geordie LaForge over there. You aren't letting anything phase you. Uh, uh, you, know, you know what? I just, I had a thought that I... I specifically, there's a moment where I need to do something and I realize I need a little bit more energy and then I just use myself as a conduit for the electricity. Ooh, yes! Sarah, yes. hell yeah. Sarah <laughs> just like, stick your hand in there. Things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Somebody just recently watched Down Periscope. Oh, Jesus. I love that. I love that so much. Yes, okay, so the power is fluctuating wildly. You can't get a great handle on it. So Saren, being the practical crystal she is, shoves your hands into the into two of the conduits and just lets the power channel through your lighting up your lattices as it passes from one system to the other. <laughs> it's frankly super beautiful and it's a shame that none of the rest of you can see it because Saren isn't is an engineer. <laughs> Jambot's taking photos, that's for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes, excellent. Um Okay, yeah, you were uh, super successful. And we move on to the helm phase. Friday, are you acting again during the helm phase? Trying to think of what I'm going to do here. I, uh, you seem to be doing a pretty good job keeping on your heels. It's a shame that that's going to end pretty soon as we jump ahead here. I rolled an 18 for a 26, so I'm pretty sure I, yes. they are intimidated. Yes, you do. You always, always make it. Oof. I shouldn't even bother to make you roll anymore. <laughs> um, no, you can't, because I might roll a one. Yes, you all. So you say. So you say. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, you broadcast that out to the other ship. They no longer have you like up on up on comms, but you can just make a general broadcast. Yeah. Uh, and Angel, make me a piloting check. All right. See who goes first. I got a 20, so hey, 32. They're going first. Yeah. <laughs> you got a 32. You rolled Jesus a natural 20. Christ. I rolled a natural oh 20. God. Rolled a natural my goodness. 20. Yes, um, you definitely go second. Easy. Easy peasy, even if uh even if the pilot <laughs> wasn't intimidated. <laughs> you would uh that's definitely an easy, an easy second. Since they're going first is you notice they don't seem to be attempting to pull ahead on this one. The pyrozoa are really thick around them. They haven't really moved beyond what their current momentum is already allowing for. But instead you see those big, that big magnetic rake fire back up. Oh shit. And the ship angles just a little bit so that it's pointed directly at you. And it once again shoves you backwards. What? So the magnetic the magnetic rake spins in your direction, and you just feel your ship get shoved back to hexes. As you're sliding backwards in something that not even Rolora's piloting skills are able to stop, you are realizing that you are heading directly into the path of a pyrozoa. <gasps> You just miss crashing into the creature itself, but it does vent plasma at you as you pass by, and your ship takes... You do get a piloting save. Oh. So make me me a pilot check to see if you can avoid the plasma. Piloting check of 19 plus 12 is a 31. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that was like 20, 19. <laughs> if I rolled again and it's the 18, that'd be fucking cool. Unbelievable! Unstoppable. Unbelievable! Way to go. I'm picturing since the last maneuver was this kind of like corkscrew already, Ace and they're coming pilot. to like the end of that turn as the pool's coming this way and like the plasma, but like might as well just keep spinning and like just, even though mechanically they're not doing another barrel roll, but they use the magnetic pulse to their advantage to kind of um, evade the plasma the best they can. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) So as you, like the wind, as the magnetic rake pushes you backwards, you do still, you do still lose those hexes of ground, but you are able to maneuver the ship in such a way that you're able to roll just out of the way of the plasma vent as the pyrozoa goes Ooh. by. So well done, you. And now you get to do your maneuver. 
she's going to take full advantage of having shaken the Pyrozoa last round to just punch it. So just forward the full 14 hexes um, straight forward to, to make up time. Since the path is clear, they've got to take full advantage. Pushed back toward the Pyrozoa, you narrowly dodge it and you put on a burst of speed that Saren was able to give the engines and you blow past the Wintermore. Oh, and I just imagine all of you just like with your fingers, like making those waggly taunting hands, sticking your tongues out at them at like, the window as you bye. go by. Bye. <laughs> Maybe Friday gets back on the comms and says, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ballad runs over and does Bye. that. Bye. <laughs> when he tries to say something. She's <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> We've moved on to the gunnery phase once again as you're moving through this, den- this most dense section of Pyrozoa. Ballad, take out that take out that engine or that rake. <laughs> one of those two. We need to we need to get some kind of advantage here. On it. Uh, she yep. She's gonna shoot at that rake specifically. Um, I mean, I got a twelve. Ballad's just like ah, I you know these guns don't shoot that far, Captain. I can flip us around. <laughs> need new guns. Check. No, let's we'll just keep going. I'm sure they'll get closer next round. Next round. <laughs> Next round. <laughs> Is that how we're, we're counting things? And <laughs> I'll bring up the round count Friday on the main display. Friday is now. I like. I do like the idea that that like each each round of starship combat is just something that like pilots uh, pilots and like ship crews are are all agreed. This is how it works. These are the turns you work in, and. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, <laughs> we treat it like this is a game for them. <laughs> like it's uh, it's just a game. It's totally not live action happening in the moment. <laughs> yeah, but it's treated like a game. Not for a heart grizzled old Miss Fanny. She. <laughs> We're back to the top of the round of starship combat. Saren, everything seems to be fine. You've you're kind of working through this knot of Pyrozoa and you've figured out a great workaround, which is just to stand in the middle of it and let the energy flow through you. This is how (laughs) I've powered the engine. I love it. (laughs) You haven't noticed, you haven't noticed anything from engineering, Saren. uh, So you get to act as normal. All right. Well, Saren will continue to, to, to try and apply different workarounds to continue increasing our speed. So... Back to being a DC 15, I rolled mm-hmm. a 23 total. Hey! Yay! Good job! Woo-hoo. I I, <laughs> I am no longer using myself as a conduit. I, I did, in fact, just manage to divert power from uh, the shields. I diverted mm-hmm. power from the shields. This is... Sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> We're not using those right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. So we get 14 speed this time. Oh, very nice. Okay. Moving on to the helm phase. Uh, I'm going to bring in my taunt, and uh, all that's going to go is, is he puts on the, the communication and goes, <laughs> Such a tool. <laughs> that actually is what you get back on the comm channel, is just Neva saying, You're such a tool. I rolled a 13 for a 21. A little bit on the low end, but you know. Yeah. A little on the low end. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah, you still hear you're such a tool coming through the coming through the comm, but it sounds super frustrated. Just like ah, Laura. <laughs> Freddie would see this too, but you're the one that's going to have to deal with it. Out of your windshield, you see a swirling portal appear in front of the void jammer it is just a swirl of magenta magic and through it you can you believe you can see into a different dimension (gasps) it looks chaotic and you can't quite see what's on the other side but you do see just vague shapes almost as if you would see these things in the drift 
as a portal opens in front of you. Dustin, you would recognize this magic because you can do this yourself. There is mm-hmm. definitely another witch warper about. Angel, you will be taking a negative two to your next action in order to avoid this portal. So just say on the comms like, is anyone else seeing this? Can I do a spellcraft? Sure. Or a mysticism, I guess, on this one. To understand what this is. Yeah, do a mysticism. Uh, that is... <laughs> wow. Uh, I almost wanted to say I got a lower roll because I can't believe it. I rolled a natural 20 for a 25. Woo. Uh, yeah, you are very familiar Ooh. with this type of magic. I'm, I'm not sure if this is something that you have on your spell sheet, but this is a false reality spell. This is definitely a witch warper spell and uh, whoever is casting it is opening is opening a portal between this dimension and another one. Okay. Right in front of your ship. Angel, we are going to make our contested piloting checks. <gasps> oh my, that's a reversal of fortunes here. That's a 13, which is the absolute lowest I could roll. Uh-oh. Yes, I beat you this time. Oh, no. I beat oh, you damn, with first. a nat 19. <laughs> Miss Fanny's all about as a a technomancer is like really geeking out like oh my god how cool is that and it's like oh uh, Mm -hmm. kind of (laughs) forgets that she's monitoring like three different um, three different screens like shoot Mm -hmm. so a bit slow on the jump on that one which means you act first what are you gonna do okay um I'm going to use the evade maneuver, which is going to let me uh, move my move the speed, you know, our, our speed. So there's no speed penalty and I can turn as normal. So since I've got I've got the 14 hexes to work with, right, Heidi? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's your full All speed. Right. So I'm only going to burn two. Actually, you've got a, you've got a. Oh yeah, because uh, Heidi gave you an extra two. That's right. So those two are going to come in handy. Damn. Damn. The, man- the maneuverability no. is really good on the void jammer. It's only going to burn two uh-huh. of the uh, turns. So I'm going to do. I'm going to execute a kind of like evade to the side, like ooh, do like a little side strafe, and then turn back around. To also use it as a barrier between them and the other and the other ship. <laughs> okay. Do you have to make another check for yes, evade? Yes, evade is to a evade. piling check DC ten plus one half one and a half times the, sh- the starship tier, so similar to the engineering DC. Uh, let's see. So that is a oh a, oh a. 20, 19, 18. I mean, not counting the one that I just rolled, and going like in decreasing order. So. If I get a 17 on the next roll, that's going to be bizarre. Uh, But that's 18 Mm -hmm. plus 12, (laughs) so that's 30 30 total. Basically, it does like a one hex to turn, one hex to turn. So basically, we're moving forward only 12 12 hexes since I'm burning two for the, the, um, the turn maneuvers during as part of the event. To try to duck out mm-hmm. of the way of whatever they fire at you. Cool. So after my little right. dip there, then the rest is just 12, 12 hexes forward. And then with that maneuver, we'll also get a plus two to our AC and TL, which I had no idea what that was, but I looked at it. It's targeting lock. Very nice. Yeah, you just put on a burst of speed, do a quick little twist, and it is the winter morning. That worked uh, perfectly. Thank you, Jiri. <laughs> I'm glad to help. Way to go. We're totally going to win this. <laughs> you put on that burst of speed. You roll out of the way just in case for any weapons they may attempt to use on you. But the Wintermorn appears to just be putting on full steam ahead. May close quite a bit of distance. Tartar sauce. They blast through the space between you to catch up, uh, weaving in and out of the Pyrozoa as they go. And you're headed straight for the thickest part of it now. There is only a few narrow little gaps in between the two 
in between all of these flying creatures. You have a couple of different options for how you might want to deal with it. Uh, if you want to act during the gunnery phase, Jess, I will let you know there is an option to shoot your way through them. And if you want to wait oh, okay. for the next piloting check, uh, Angel, there are a couple of narrow gaps that you may be able to shoot through. So I will leave it up to you how you want to try to tackle it. I'm going to shoot our way through. Uh, as much as much as I'd lo- like to kill everyone. I- <laughs> okay. Make me a battery um, check. I got a 23. Big difference from last time. Oh boy. Yeah. Not a problem at all. You whip around in that turret and just <gasps> gun it at the closest collection of creatures. And there's a tiny little explosion as you manage to pop one of them just right. And it explodes sort of a neat ring of its fellows. And you're able to careen the void jammer through. Ballad! What? They were defenseless. (laughs) This is their home. They're in our way. Listen, it's it's (laughs) practical, okay? Sometimes you gotta do nasty stuff. But sometimes you don't. But we did though this time though, is the thing. <laughs> well, Ballad, I'm not very happy about this, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Close to the calm. <laughs> the little hang up icon shows up. Oh wow, that's rude to Oh, I got oh I'll bring up the big guns, buddy. <clears throat> Ballad, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Saren uh, Saren <laughs> jumps in it's like way to go Balin as, anything as long as we win yes that's exactly the spirit I'm looking for thank you Saren <laughs> well then we'll just make sure to put an award on your award wall best murderer <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I'm gonna stay at all I abstain. (laughs) So you shoot through the gap in the Pyrozoa, and the Winter Morn does its best to follow you through, but you notice that they take a little jostling, a little damage from this kind of still chain reaction explosion going on, and they effectively slow down so much that there's no chance they'll be able to catch you as you make your way through the rest of the pyrozoic, yes, yes, pyrozoic yes, field. Yes. Ballad, you, you do kind of notice something funny, just something a little mm. odd. Uh, that you know this gun isn't that powerful mm. unless energy was specifically diverted to it. Uh, and you know for a fact that Sarin, most of Saren's work in engineering was diverting energy towards pilot, towards the piloting station. Uh, it's just It just strikes you as a little odd that you were able to pack that powerful a punch with mm. this gun. Just something strange to think about. Gobbos, what are you up to? All right, the goblins. (laughs) (laughs) We were hiding. You didn't do anything to my gun? No, I don't know what to do about guns. Mm, Distrustful. I do make a note to Saren that like, hey, uh, this gun, not that strong usually. Maybe we, we might need to take a look at some things once we're out of immediate danger. <laughs> All right. I will add it to my list of to-dos. Sorry to give me more work. <laughs> so you fly out of this field of Pyrozoa. Uh, the winter morn straggles a little bit, but, but comes up alongside you. Uh, and you are hailed by Captain Robo. Friday has the biggest shit-eating grin on his face as possible. She rolls her eyes at you in the most dramatic way possible. It says, "Okay, you don't need to look so smug." <laughs> what? Well, this is my this is my normal face. I 
unfortunately for both of us, am uh, a big enough person to admit when I've been beat and not rub it in quite so she just gestures to you. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, will honor our part of the bargain and hang back while you go talk to, while you go talk to the buyer. (gasps) You won the race fair and square. Wait a minute. Is this, wait a minute, another reality. Wait a minute. Nemelith, <laughs> uh, the Nemelith, the, the human woman, just throws her head back and laughs and just says, I'm not that powerful. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You look pretty powerful and hot. <laughs> believe me, if I could transition an entire ship to go to a different reality, I'd go back to mine. So uh, I think you can change our perception of reality, maybe, or someone can. Wait, where are you from? <laughs> she like just kind of heaves a big sigh. She's like, "Oh, it's a long story." How old are you? What, where are you? What's well, your What's your family? Buy me like? a beer. Buy me a beer sometime. <laughs> well, well, I was about to say. Uh, well, I think part of the agreement. Uh, Nemeleth, next time we're in a- Epsilon Station, I look forward to the date. <laughs> her face, like her face, goes slack. She's like. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, full disclosure. Full disclosure, friend. I am married. There you go. Oh, that's fine too. I uh, I actually never talked to another witch warper before, so that'd be nice. You haven't? We should definitely compare some notes then, because uh, I'd like to see what you got. Sounds good. And Neva's like, "Oh, shut up, both of you. Go, you go deliver your." Frickin' cargo, and we'll deliver ours when you're done. And I just want this conversation to be over so that I can go oh take my God, a nap. I agree so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is way too friendly for me. Jinx, the pilot. Uh, I don't. You haven't met him yet as a crew, um, and I don't think I have his photo uploaded. But he's like this blue-skinned uh, individual. He's sort of a cyborg. He's got these, these white markings all over his beautiful icy blue skin. And he's just staring at his piloting console. And when, and when Ballad says this is getting too chummy, you just see him just nod. You don't even (laughs) see his face, but you just see his head bobbing up and down. of like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy gets it. That guy gets it. Wait, <laughs> Saren. Saren does like say before before the call ends. Can I get Dizzy's bonfire login so that we can uh, we can be friends? Like you see two, you see a purple clawed hand reach into uh, like reach into frame and move the camera lens so that now Dizzy is the only one in frame. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh yeah yeah i totally forgot about that absolutely and then he rattles off his he rattles off <laughs> his id sighs very loudly <laughs> saren is saren is slowly putting together a group of people to play like uh some ttrpg with <laughs> yeah i love it i love that like saren's got yeah, she's got her hobgoblin. She's got her hobgoblin friend. She has her dragonkin friend, and then I also so I've got a calm list of like Saren's friends that she's made, and I've also got Ballad's Bang. <laughs> Ballad's Bang Com is gonna have the best TTRPG session. <laughs> Absolutely, um, we're gonna I'm be role playing on some on tabletops right if you know what I mean. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, I had to say. <laughs> yeah, so you have the scientist Jerris on your hookup com, and you also have Vogue on it. <laughs> this is stupid. Okay, <laughs> so stupid. So funny though. Um, okay, so yeah, Dizzy happily exchanges. Uh, information with you and is like it'll be fun and he does a little thumbs up in the in the camera lens two thumbs up <laughs> Sarah nods happily and kind of like waves your hands excitedly one tiny Ahsoki claw comes into frame and <laughs> spins the camera back around to face her is like okay I'm hanging up now sounds good <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and she hangs up. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, okay, yeah, we successfully did a starship combat. Good for us. Woo. You made kind of new friends slash um, rivals. You know, whatever. <laughs> Friendly rivals. Rivals. You made some frivals. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that you now, you know, victory is secured, head down to the planet. Yes, we do. Yeah, you take the you take the Voyjammer down towards Vesk 2. You are heading for a specific island on this planet. This planet is a, for the most part, ocean planet that's just dotted with archipelagos throughout. And you're heading to one planet, one you're heading to one island chain on sort of the southeastern side at the vector that you're approaching. And it's called Kilty Island, where you are supposed to meet. Uh, a Dr. Shazarad Quamp. That's a hell of a last name. <laughs> Quamp. Q-U-O-M-P. Quamp. Uh, okay, so you take the Void Jammer down. You find the island. You land it uh, in as much of an open space as you can find. Uh, you fly over a sprawling network of ancient ruins that you that they look recently excavated. There's uh, a lot of equipment used for digging lying around, as well as tents and some other scientific equipment that you can see as you fly over. Uh, drills, backhoes, and they're all marked with the emblem of the Viscarium. And among the hundreds of tents that have been pitched around these sites... Uh, you can tell that some of them have been converted to medical facilities. Hmm. Uh, you land, you approach the tent where Tarika told you you might find Shazarad, and you notice that there are just thousands, as you're walking through these camps, thousands of Ishtikris, hmm. which are the native species to this planet. They're a sapient squid-like creature and they populate the entire area. And many of them don't look well. So yeah, just a, a squid a squid person. Um, to be on land, they have sort of these environmental suits that still have a nice amount of seawater covering their skins, that they're still getting that, uh, that same hydration and that same feeling from the seawater, as well as covering their tentacles. It looks badass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. You ask around as you're making your way towards the medical tent. Uh, there, there are a bunch of Ajit trees around. They do look to be in varying in varying stages of uh, some kind of illness. You're you're really not sure what. Um, if you want to make me a medicine check, I could potentially tell you more. Saren rolled a seventeen. Okay, I rolled a twenty-one to aid. So if you want to do a plus two that so 19 or potentially i think i would actually rather aid uh relora on this just because that way we get a 23 instead of a oh, 19 okay if that's if we can go that way okay so as you're looking around and talking to people you can see through the face plates and the helmets of some of these people uh, there are just obvious signs of necrotic decay. Oh my. Uh, there's some obvious, obvious signs of radiation poisoning um, underneath underneath their helmets that you can see. Um, some are more affected than others. Some appear to be completely healthy individuals, but there is there is quite a bit of necrotic and radiation uh, damaged people in this area. That doesn't seem to be what they're here for though. Necessarily. You also see that a lot of them are clutching picket signs and just appear to be protesting the Vesk presence on their planet in general. Specifically, uh, as you ask around, you'll, you bump into an Ajig tree that, that tells you, um, that the Viscarium has been um, attempting to uncover the ruins here. That in ancient Ajitri teachings, these ruins are meant to be left alone. They're meant to be forbidden. And it was for, and it was told that if, if anyone uncovered these ruins, it would unleash a terrifying evil imprisoned by their ancestors. And since they're all getting sick as these 
ruins have been uncovered, they their protests have gotten more intense and they have started um, sabotaging the excavation equipment. You finally arrive and are greeted once you enter the tent by one of my favorite critters in all of Starfinder, an adorable lime green skittermander. Yeah, as I said, lime green. She's got four arms, lots of fur, purple eyes, and she's wearing medical scubs and a cute little nurse's hat. Perched on her tiny head. She is the cutest. Is that a cigar? (laughs) She is soups adorable. Yeah, she's definitely smoking a cigar. And blowing bubbles. That's what you do. Blow the smoke into the bubbles. Skittermanders are the best. That's real stoner behavior. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely stoner behavior. You can't see very well in the illustration that I was able to put in Roll20, but in the nicer PDF version, there is actually smoke leaving her mouth and going into the bubble. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can kind of see that. She's definitely puffing away on a cigar as she examines a data pad with one of her other hands. She looks up, sees the four of you standing there. Hey, new friends. You must have my organ delivery. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, ready to deliver on, on purchase, of course. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, what was the rate I agreed on? Uh, I think I put out uh, uh, 15 BP. Well, Friday being the normal uh, haggler he is, he's like, well, actually, I think it was uh, 25 and I rolled a 23 on my diplomacy. Chuck, she chuckles at you and she's, she's like, I don't know, 25 seems a bit steep. I might be able to meet you in the middle at 20. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> she extends a tiny lime green arm up to you. Uh, thank you kindly. Let's get unpacked. She shakes her hand. Excellent, excellent. Uh, you can deliver it, uh, you know, over here. Got a little storage container. He's here to help these jikris. Yeah, I mean, as much help as I can give him. Well, I used to have a pretty good position in a medical clinic uh, on Command 2. But I heard that this was going on, and it touched my heart and uh, also pissed me off. So (coughs) I uh, left my post and and came down here, and I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I really admire what they're doing here, trying to stand up for their old ways, stand up for their old stuff. I, uh, I come up with a workaround solution involving necrographs. They're a little squishy. But they are perfect for fighting necrotic disease. If I can get a black heart inside uh, most of the protesters out there, they won't even notice the radiation anymore. Or the poisonous air. And uh, maybe they won't notice the fact that they're dead inside. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I'm well, doing my best. What's causing the radi- radiation? Not, not sure. Uh, can't get past... Uh, haven't been allowed into the ruins themselves. I imagine they dug something up they weren't supposed to. I don't know, team. What do you think? Uh, I, 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 I feel a mighty urge to do something to help these these guys out. Find out some more information, maybe? Well, you know me. I'm, I'm all on board, and they'll look to, you know, the doctors. Like, what you're doing here is uh, really amazing. She puffs away in her cigar. She's like, I mean, it's it's what I can do. I uh, I don't know. If you're talking about actually trying to get into the ruins, she kind of laughs a little bit. She's like, I mean, good luck, but... Uh, not to be the dissenting voice, my experience with ruins last time was not great. And honestly, what are the four of us going to do against... An entire, well, against the Viscarium. They are going to continue regardless of what we do. So I am kind of going to say I've already got a new friend and let's just get back to work. I think that makes Ballad, uh, now that there's another dissenting voice, Ballad's also going to chime in and she'll be like, um, yeah, I mean, also two of us are kind of actively being hunted by a big 
horrible underground organization. So like more waves we make out here, more likelihood they'll hear that a pink android cat girl and a big lapis lazuli shimmering have been around doing things you know you know what i'm saying just things to take on on board just just things to keep in mind <laughs> yeah that makes sense. laura will look at the you know. they're being so candid she'll look to uh uh <laughs> Shazarad is Shazarad like, is still sta- like she's just standing with you in the same circle puffing away in her cigar just like looking real just looking interested <laughs> They, they mean metaphorically, not really, you know, Hey, it's none of my business. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I should have just said that to y'all. Oopsie. <laughs> Wasn't um, really thinking about her. Uh, Ballad would definitely not have problems. been that careless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess, uh, Ballad, if you want to, un- you know, unload or we'll all unload and uh, we'll be on our way then, I guess. I mean, we could, if you really, if you really feel strongly about this, we can talk it out more, but those are just my two cents there. For this conversation, Shazarad actually was like in the back gathering your payment. Mm, um, okay. She's going to, because I know that Ballad wouldn't have been so indiscreet if she actually was standing. Yeah. The image just amused me. It just made me laugh. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, so, so she comes back, she comes back out of the tent where y'all are sort of unloading your, beginning to unload your cargo hands Friday a credit chip kind of catches the tail end of your conversation about wanting to go check out to check, check it out, check it out to see if there is anything you can do to help sort of. And she pats Friday's calf with like a, a, just a friendly green hand and says like, you're already helping. You brought necessary medical supplies. Here's your money. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. We all do what we um, can. Yeah, Relord doesn't look happy, but I mean, after what Saren said, it's true. What what are they going to do against the Vest forces? I mean, yeah, yeah. we are. But I mean, forward. I, I guess we, I guess we did a bit of good today. That's all we can do. Um, all right. Well, I guess let's head back. Okay. So the four of you head back to Voidjammer. You can either stay on the planet if you want to for a little while. You can head back up into space. Either way, uh, you know, you see that the Winter Morn is now coming down to try to see if they can they can still sell their cargo <laughs> um, to Shazerad. Uh, but regardless of how that outcome, the four of you have completed your first job as independent <gasps> oh my merchants. God. Congratulations. Our cred chip after it's empty, of course. We're going to frame it, you know, like the yep. first dollar <laughs> that you... businesses do. <laughs> yes, yes, you frame your first cred stick <laughs> that you got paid as independent merchants. Uh, like, like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> framing his first dollar bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the the sky the sky's the limit. The next step is probably to find another job, uh make upgrades to the ship, but that's all going to have to wait until next episode because woo, today was a day. Woo. So I'm calling it there. Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world's production. Thank you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we totally get that. We produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, based on the Reign of Winter Adventure Path or Pathfinder 1E. Dustin runs that one. It's pretty rad. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those things on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. We also have a Patreon! We'd really like oh, more yeah. subscribers to our Patreon. You should subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. You can go to fantasticworlds.cash uh, to be able to do that if you are so inclined. You get lots of fantastic behind-the-scenes content. You get merch at some levels. And you get a whole extra Pathfinder 2E podcast produced exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. Go sign up for our Patreon.
Do do that right now. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. And I'm Heidi, your chief engineer, Saren Caceres. You can find me on Twitter at Vamahillion or on Discord at Heidelon, hashtag 5836. And here at the helm, Angel Espinoza can be reached at Espinoza916. I'll go ahead and you you folks will pause. We'll wait for you after you're, you're back from our Patreon page. Uh, we'll be right here waiting for you <laughs> with the rest of our outro. Uh, here doing 64 damage. <laughs> Valid. Uh, no, okay, just find me at Hank the Clay. <laughs> and it's your good old Captain Friday Francisco, a.k.a. Dustin. You can reach me at Dustin Alexander at the on the interwebs. If you enjoy our show, do us a favor, help spread the word to other people who you also think might enjoy the show, and we'll see you next time far beyond the stars. Pew pew. Da, 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 da. Pew. pew. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. Friday grabs a new grabs. Friday grabs. 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 He grabs. Um, <laughs> Friday grabs. <laughs> <laughs>